found out this ringlet <laughs> that has appeared. Just as a, cut, do you curl your hair? I don't curl my hair. Okay. So this is one of the things that I'm trying to do with all of the hair stuff. So there's a thing called the curly girl method. Right. So basically, you don't brush, you use a comb. Okay. You only comb your hair when it's wet. Right. And you basically just scrunch. Oh. It's really strange. That is that does sound very strange. But it does things like this. Yeah. Which then makes me go, oh, that's how it works. But there's particular products, there's particular things like whether your hair needs more protein or yeah. less and it's something Liz actually got me on okay. to and spoke about because I was like there's no way my hair is actually going to curl <laughs> and alas it does so every so often and podcast filming I'm glad you get to enjoy this <laughs> I get these like really beautiful ringlets and I'm like damn where did you come from and then the other half of my hair goes can't be asked which is pretty much like my attitude to life perfection or <laughs> meh I, I've always heard that it's um, not great to dry your hair uh, to comb your hair when wet because yeah. it's like the weakest your hair is at what, so the curly girl method stuff says about when it's dry mm. obviously it knots and yeah. it snaps Yeah. but when it's wet and they, it is like soaking wet it's not just a little bit damp yeah yeah um, but yeah, really, really strange as a general thing. But it means I have very unpredictable hair. And it's things like it's meant to, if if people have frizzy hair, often yeah. that shows that's like a waviness or something okay. in it. But I think most people have a slight frizz to their hair. So. Very nice. Cool. We are here on Chaos Cast number seven. Yeah. Our podcast. Our podcast, the Chaos Cast. The Chaos Cast, and it is a new week, a new... and we have some new releases, but we're also going to be jumping back into some D&D. So actually, when you hear this, it will have been past the live stream that we're going to be doing uh, D&D on, but we're here to, to make some more characters. Yeah, so this will effectively be the lore and the backstory <laughs> to my cleric character, definitely. You've already sorted yours out. I've already you? sorted mine out, yeah. Tiana, what was it? Howlfang? Howlfang? Like Tiana, Tiana. Um, <laughs> I've kind of gone a little bit all out with the accessories, so... I wasn't sure if we'd be doing more D&D. Like, in a, like the nicest possible way. Yeah. I wasn't sure whether it would go well on streams, whether I'd enjoy it, whether you'd enjoy it, whether... Ali, who has been our DM, would want to do another session. So the character I created last time was a bit of a one-hit wonder for yeah. me. And it was really enjoyable to play, but I couldn't imagine doing that for more than one session. Which I felt really bad about, because we booked in a second session, and then I was like, I think I don't want to be a Dragonborn. That's fair. But we're here to make a new character, and we're going to go through it, because last time we did it on stream, this time we're doing it in the podcast form, so if you're watching it on the videocast, you can see all the... All of the accessories I've got going on, I've got notebooks, I've got <laughs> dice, I've got this token set, which 
I've actually been pleasantly surprised by. It's quite nice, actually. And I've never had one before. But, yeah, it's quite nice. I think there's some DM ones as well. There's a lot of accessories you can find on chaoscards.co.uk. Yep, and I've got my Frameworks Dungeons & Dragons Dwarf Cleric Miniature. Now, I will do a separate video about this. Are you going to film that? Yeah, because there is the assembly, there is the painting, and I think there's a lot of stuff to really get stuck into. But for me... Painting and assembly is not something I would do on stream. Yeah, that's fair. It's definitely something that normally involves a lot of swearing oh. for me. Only because of the the sprues and sprues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and bits like that. So just trying to pick the right ones. But I wanted to bring it on for the video cast kind of thing to be able to go. This be my person holding a book. So, or an axe or a hammer or... Yeah, but very nice rucksack. I think as book well. makes sense though, because you are you've decided to be a cleric. Yes. That's why you've got the little cleric token. Yeah, thing. I like it. Also, I've got purple and silver dice, gold, yellow for the cleric yep. thing. I'm a big fan of purple and yellow. The purple actually matches my uh, dice tray, which yeah. I brought in. <laughs> but yeah, so the first thing you've got to do is you've got to roll your stats. Yes. So if you get out one of your little notebooks, it might be handy yep. to use one of those. I'm going to go for... This is the red dragon. The red dragon. Very nice. So, and it gives, actually, uh, some details about the dragon as well. But it's gridded paper! Are they different? I think they might be different. Some of them are blank and some of them are lined, I think. In fact, so, if we go down to the top down... Yeah, this one's see. dots. Nice, you could do a bullet journal with that. Yep. <laughs> We've got lines in the lich. Owlbear is blank. And then we'll probably just go through those again, right? Yeah. Grid. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to blank. Ooh. Lines. Bullet. Dots. Bullet. Nice. Dots. Very nice. So, yeah, you've got a load of different notebooks there in that um, bestiary set. Which, again, you don't need this. You can just pick up any kind of notebook for They're doing paper, these. notebook. They're but all good, but this, they, they're very nice. It, and it all depends what you want your experience to be. Yeah. Obviously, we're here in the studio, so I've got a bit more room. If you're playing to... in person, yeah, loads of room. But if you're playing online, you might not need anything except from some dice. Yeah, so... Um, so, yeah, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to write down some numbers. Some numbers, you say? Four dice, roll yeah. them six times. And you remember we did this before? Yeah. So you roll it and get rid of the lowest one. So you get rid of one. That is the number nine. Oh. <laughs> nine. You do that five more times. Oh, that was a good That's one. That's a good one. So get rid of three. And that makes 15. That is a good stat. Yeah. So how many characters do you think you've created? Not many. I like I've some, and I've made some for people as well when we've been doing like sessions or stuff, or if I've been introducing people to yeah. to the game. Another good one. Yeah. Um, but not not as many. I've, no, I know there are people who just create characters straight away. I like to create characters for the different campaigns that we're going to do, um, so that I kind of know where we're going. Yeah. Because of Rangers is a good example actually, because they have specific things depending on enemies you fight against or uh, terrain that you're going on. So if you're in space, you don't really need to have a ranger that's good in forests, for example. 
right six times. So you've done it six times? Yep. Very nice. So you are going to be a cleric, is what you decided to be. Yep. And then your main focuses uh, for this one are going to be wisdom and charisma, I believe. Okay. So those are the ones you want to put um, your best stats into. But before that, you get to improve one of those by two and another one by one. Okay. So I did really well with my rolls yep. here. So I got a nine, three fifteens, and two thirteens. That's, that's very good. So I figure improve the nine by two. Yeah. Don't forget that you are, so you get the the plus one, the plus two, the plus three at certain intervals, at yep. the even intervals. So. so currently that would be a plus one. So yeah. And this would be plus one. Yeah. If you want to do it to the thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it the thirteen or a fifteen? Well, well fifteen would bring it up to sixteen, which would make it a plus three to your stat. Oh, nice. okay. So maybe I'll do that. I'll add it to one of the 15s. Okay. So you're ideally looking at, yeah, charisma and was it wisdom. Yeah. So those are the ideal ones you want to be be putting your, your good... The good stuff. Your good, uh, yeah, skills into. So I think I'm going to do my 16 for wisdom. That makes, that's a good one. That's a good one to be. And charisma to be... A 15. 15. And then, yeah, constitution is very important. It's your hit points. So maybe another 15 for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Constitution. And then the rest can go and go wherever you want. I'd probably yeah. put the lowest one in intelligence, maybe. Harsh. <laughs> uh, but this is one of the things with the character creation. So it depends on how good your dice rolls yes are. it and does there's different ways of doing it as well there's a thing called standard array where you just get a set of numbers yeah which is fine if you're that way inclined i think with the character creation though it's really nice to be rolling the dice yeah with it because you're going to be doing a lot of dice rolling anyway absolutely so my intelligence is my lowest at 11 mm -hmm. which still doesn't feel too dumb no it's not too bad um and then wisdom is highest at 16 we got charisma and cost constitution is 15s and dis dexterity and strength is 13 that sounds good now we're going to be going to fourth level yeah so at fourth level you get an ability score improvement which means you get to increase two ability scores by one or one by two i think we should do this now so then you only have to write it once yeah. so if you increase something by two or two things by one so you could increase both those 15s to 16s. You could increase your wisdom to an 18, which makes it a plus 4. Would be good shouts. Yeah, I don't... I feel like... My strength being low, and my dexterity being low... They're not that low. They're plus 1s. Yeah. And you're a cleric. So ideally, you're staying back. That's, trying to hit. that's what I'm thinking. So I'm wondering whether my intelligence... Or maybe charisma. Well, the other thing about D&D is you don't have to worry too much about having bits of everything. Normally, you've got a party where other people have things covered. Yeah. In this case, we're in a two, a twosome. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not too bad. I'm a big fan of just getting to the top of one of the skills Oh, okay, fair enough. So, like, my strength is 18, I think. So I'm a big fan of getting as, as oh, close to the top straight away. Definitely. So wisdom. Wisdom, be... wisdom at an 18 might be a shout. Yeah, so that puts that at plus three, right? Yeah. So that's 18. Yep. Yeah. So now you can just transfer those over to your sheet. So you yes. can put them in the big numbers in the top here, and then the plus whatever. 
So this sheet yeah. we've actually picked up from Dungeons and Dragons website, I assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's the PDF for the player character sheet. Free to download. You're going to use the pencil just in case because it will change. Yep. And this is something actually that is in this um, icons and tokens thing as well. So you do have your spell slots, your domain ability, HP, character name, and mm. things like that, which gives you some stuff to change on top of this here. So we're going over on this side. Yep. So strength is 13. Dexterity is 13. Constitution. Now normally, would you share these with your DM before Yes. you play? Normally you would, especially if you're doing a campaign, it's good to know um, the characters that are in play. So if you're playing like a big old campaign, ideally you want to know your, your players' characters so that you can interweave like different stories going on, know their background, know the composition of the party. So then you've got to add the pluses. So you've got a plus one here. Yeah. And a plus one there. And oh, a plus two. Yeah, I did this wrong. No, it's okay. No, you did it. Oh, no. You did it correctly. You're fine. Oh, okay. You're good. So, so the plus in the, in the little one. So plus. Plus one. One. Yeah. That's a plus one as well. Yeah. I like to put them in the little ones. <laughs> Others may vary. Yeah, that's a plus two. That's a plus zero. Oh. I like to put plus zero. Some people just put zero. Yeah. That so the eighteen is a plus four. Woohoo! And then fifteen down there is a plus two. And this is just for being a cleric. That's just for being a cleric and for being any race. Recently, well, like a few years ago, um, before that, that each specific race had specific increases to strength or constitution or something like that so that's what i kind of remember from playing world of warcraft yeah. and things like that if you're a dwarf for example they're sturdy yeah. sturdy creatures um but you get more stealth for being an elf exactly and they used to do things like that but recently with the monsters of the multiverse thing that came out a few years ago they changed it to be like you could just get two in one and one in another so you can be an intelligent um half orc you can be a dexterous dwarf nice because like the and i i hate to kind of bring it up but the sort of racism <laughs> with the characters and i mean that in the sense of a particular race being dumb yeah like a stereotypical yeah thing and with orcs for example it's very much and orcs and ogres it gets covered in shrek yeah. of all things yeah, yeah, like yeah. you do kind of have that moment of going that's that's not nice. Um, so I'm glad those changes have been put in place as well because it's more representative of the the world we live in now as well as the fantasy world that we I play think, in. I think it's good for players to just get a bit of a like you can be a really intelligent dwarf if you uh, dwarf half orc if you wanted, to, Harsh. which I think it, which I think is it's a cool character concept. Yeah. So I think that's cool. So your walking speed. Yep. Which is over there? It's twenty five feet. Because oh. you're a dwarf, you're you're a bit short. Yeah, I mean twenty five. Twenty five feet. Right. Okay. Because I think this is something. My last character was a dragonborn. Yep. Significantly taller. Yes. <laughs> so over there in our features and traits, yeah. as a dwarf, you have dark vision. So yeah. I like to write dark vision, uh, and then I like to put in brackets sixty feet. Because that's how far dark vision you can Ooh, see. Oh, that is. Handy. Some have thirty feet. Some do different things. And what that means is, when it's super dark, you can see dim light. Yeah. When it's dim light, you can see as normal. 
So even if it's really dark, you still have trouble seeing something. So the good thing is I can see from far away if something bad is there. Yeah. And I just have to move from it because my speed is only 25 foot but i can see significantly further well as with many humans you can see further than you can walk which is good (laughs) because we like we like to stay away from danger cool so next up you have as a dwarf dwarven resilience um which you're going to write underneath your dark vision there so dwarven resilience dwarven Resilience. Resilience. Now you don't have to write this, or, or you know, just try and remember it. It's up to you. Yeah. Um. But you have advan- You have advantage on saving throws against poison. Okay. And you have resistance to poison damage. So when we talk about saving throw. Yep. What so, is that? Throughout D and D, you're making many rolls with the lovely D twenty. Yeah. The twenty sided dice. A saving throw is normally when something's happening to you, like if you've fallen into a trap, or if something's a trying to like a trap is trying to hit you um or if someone's trying to get into your brain maybe you'll have to do some sort of saving throw um and so it's like your protection against that so i've done advantage on saving throws against poison and the second bit uh you have poison resistance poison resistance basically which is quite nice because last time i was just dishing out poison breath you were spreading the poison yeah (laughs) cool so that's your dwarven resilience now over here in the proficiencies yep you have proficiency with battle axe. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. Hand axe. Which is good because I have both of those with my mini, but... Maybe you won't use them. Light hammer. Oh, sorry. No, I just wrote throw. Throw. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, hand axe, throw it. Uh, light hammer. Yep. And Not war hammer. <laughs> oh, wow. If only we knew some Warhammer to be playing with. And you can find yours over on the online store with cowscars.co.uk. Yes, do have a look at all of the Games Workshop products and other different war games that are available. Actually, your mini that you've chosen to use is from... A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. Yeah, but there is also D&D's Onslaught, which is kind of a skirmish war game. Ooh, there you go. We should have a look at that. We should. So you have those. You also have proficiency proficiency with either Smith's Tools, Brewer's mm. Supplies, or Mason's Tools. I'm going to go with Brewer's Supplies. Brewer's, Brewer's Supplies. Yeah. So you have proficiency with those. Okay. That's not how we spell that word. Only one E in Brewer's Supplies. Nope. Two E's. Good. There should be three, but there's only two. Okay. Um... Now, over in your features again, yep. you have stone cunning. Uh, you don't have to write this down. It, it likely won't come up, but if you try and remember it, um, whenever you make a history check related to the origin of stonework... <laughs> Love that! You are proficient in it and add double your proficiency bonus. So don't worry about it too much, but it, just I know just when it happens. I just really <laughs> want that, though. Um, and when we're talking about features of traits if you're listening to this that is the box in the bottom right hand corner and other proficiencies and languages was bottom left hand corner history check on stonework yeah so that's when that will happen i'll try i think i i remember it pretty well but it's one of those things that and i'll keep echoing back to it but world of warcraft you have iron forge yeah so anything that is metal work that is stonework that kind of masonry side of things it, there's a whole city dedicated to it and um dwarfs gnomes also are really good at engineering mm. within world of warcraft so yeah 
it just helps with that fighting and engineering. Cool. So, um, you also have the lang. You know languages. Do I know dwarfish? You can speak, read, and write dwarfish. Yeah. Dwarfish. Do I speak common? Uh, probably. You can you can probably learn another language. So yeah. Yeah, I'll do. We'll common. just do common. Um, another thing. So you there are two there are a few different kinds of dwarfs, different yes. like sub races, for example. Uh, in the player's handbook, which will go by, there's either hill dwarf or mountain dwarf. Now, a hill dwarf gives you extra hit points every yep. time you level. A mountain dwarf gives you proficiency with light and medium armor. So I feel like I'd be more likely to be a mountain dwarf okay. with a cleric. Okay. But a hill dwarf sounds much more fun. Yeah. And also it aligns with a lot of the Lord of the Rings it does. stuff, it that does. I think. What would you go for in this situation? Hill dwarf sounds good. Okay, fine. I'm happy with that. So over in your features again, you want dwarven toughness. Dwarven toughness. Yeah. I've got the marching machine stuff in my head <laughs> of just getting rid of all the vowels so that I don't get extra poison. Nice. So don't worry about it too much um, because I don't know if it will happen in this scenario that we're doing. Yeah. But your hit point maximum will increase by one um, and it increases by one every time you get a level. Nice. So we'll, we'll figure that into your health when it comes to it. But that's all your dwarf stuff. Lovely. Um, so that is that is pretty cool. So if you were a dwarf and you were a dwarf barbarian, for yep. example, you could have similar things exactly in this. Yeah. So this is very much race specific. Yes. And some races don't have specific things, like humans don't have a lot of specific things. I mean, we, we're pretty useless when it comes <laughs> to most things. And if you've seen the Dungeons & Dragons film, I believe it's Human Bard that yes. Chris Pine is. Yes. So, And no disrespect to bards. <laughs> But they haven't got the best reputation in terms of <laughs> I like being, bards. in terms of being part of a battle party. Though yeah. it's always when I see it's like oh the bard is going to try and seduce the dragon instead of like fighting it or anything or like a battle song and then a one happens and it's like oh it's a ballad. So. So then we move on to your cleric stuff. Yes. So uh, first in your hit dice yeah. section, you need to write four d eight. Because we're starting at level 4, so you 4d8. Yes. That's what you get. That looks like a 6. Yeah, that's not... (laughs) 4 times 68. (laughs) That is not a D. So 4d8 is what you got there. And then we're going to do your hit points. Yes. So you need the d8, which is this one there. So your starting one is your roll the d8. You add your constitution modifier, which is currently a plus 2. And then the plus 1 for your dwarven toughness. Please don't be a one. So that's four plus two, so six yep. plus seven total. For and don't write that there. If you write it down here, just so you know, because we've got to write it, we've got to do it four times because we're level four. Seven HP. Yep, and right. then roll the D eight again, and do the same. So that's eight plus Ooh. two plus one. So that's add eleven. Wow, that was much better. And then go again. So that's six plus two, eight, nine total. Okay. Then one more time. So would this be as you level up your character? Yeah. So seven plus one plus two, ten. Right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. That sounds like a number. So your hit point maximum is that? Oh, great. <laughs> so 37. 37. So in your current hit points, you're right. 37. That is your maximum hit points. Okay. Currently. 
Sarah Claret, you're a little bit squishy. Yeah. I'm also a dwarf. I'm little (laughs) and squishy. Little and squishy. Cool. Yeah. So down here, in your proficiencies, you have proficiency with light and medium armor. Yeah. 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 Shields. Yeah. A shield. And all simple weapons. Oh, I'm glad it's all simple weapons. All simple weapons. I wouldn't want to miss out on any of those simple weapons. Right. Okay. So then you have proficiency in two saving throws. So you're going to squiggle these in for wisdom and charisma. And that means you're better at those. You'll add your proficiency modifier. Charisma. Very cool. Then you choose two of these skills to be proficient in, and you choose two from history, insight, mm. medicine, persuasion, and religion. So, as much as I'm sure religion is a great one, I don't think my uh, hill cleric is going to be down. Not down with religion, your no, cleric. No, my cleric <laughs> is going to be very much maybe of nature okay. rather than of that so was nature one of my options no history insight medicine persuasion and religion i think medicine okay and persuasion sounds good so they will be my two so then we move on to equipment so you can start with either a mace or a warhammer if you're proficient and you are proficient with a warhammer i am i'm not proficient with a mace so that seems like a bad idea a mace might be a simple weapon let me have a little look <laughs> I like the idea, though. It's like you can have this weapon, but you cannot use it. <laughs> you can basically carry it around. Like when people sort of uh, had like a hammer in a yeah. tool belt. And it's like, oh, can you assemble this? No. <laughs> no, I cannot. So I think getting the warhammer would be the best shout. So you want to pop that here. Uh, that's my attacks and spell casting. Yeah, because okay. you'll be attacking with your warhammer. What else will you do with it? Well, I mean, <laughs> paint it, probably. Not maybe not in the hole because there's you've got to write your attacks and stuff. I've got so much. That's fine. Don't worry about. We'll figure it out. So you got what? Redo this. Yeah. So that um, somewhere near it. Yeah. You are going to hit with your strength to do that. So you'll be adding um, one plus uh, your proficiency bonus, which I believe at this point is just a two. My prof bonus. Yeah, two. So you can just write uh, three, plus three to hit. So plus three to hit. Okay. And when you do hit with your Warhammer, you can choose to either use it one-handed, which gives you a D8. Yeah. So one hand is a D8 plus one. Yeah. Or you can use two-handed. Yeah. Put down my book. Which is 1d10. Oh. Plus 1. 1d10 plus 1. Okay. So, many of the things about D&D are kind of in the preparation for a session, I would say. So, it's not something that you can just decide on a whim on a Friday night to do because it takes time to create your character if nothing else if you had a local store there's also many free um, random generated characters that you can get as well yeah 
Um, there, there's some good websites that do your random, randomly generated character. So they're quite nice too. So you can um, either have scale mail or leather, ar- leather armor. Okay. Scale mail is better, but it gives you disadvantage if you try to stealth. Oh, scale mail. Yep. Yeah. So I'll put it. I'd put it down there. So just scale mail. Like dragon scale, right? A similar, yeah. So then that gives your AC, it's 14 plus your uh, dexterity modifier, which is a 1. So you have 15 in your armor class there. Yeah. And so when people try to hit you, that's what they're going to try and aim for. Uh, you, you started off with AC, it's like, wow, <laughs> 15, what 15 a cool, air cool temperature. Um, then you can either have a light crossbow and 20 bolts or any simple weapon. Uh, did you find out whether a mace was... A mace a... is a simple weapon. Okay. I feel like a crossbow would be better because that sticks with the staying away. Yeah. From things. So that is a light crossbow, so you can put it in your weapons again. Cool. Light crossbow. So what weapons have you gone with? Uh, I've got a great axe. Ooh. And a javelin and a shortbow. Oh wow, you've covered all the distances. <laughs> you've yeah. gone, right, I'll throw the, the javelin. Yeah. If they get a little bit too close, the short bow, and then the great axe. Yeah. yeah. So your light crossbow, Yep. you've got 20 bolts for it. Yeah. So to hit with that, yep. you're doing a plus three again. It's a plus three to hit. Yep. And then when you hit, you're doing uh, 1d8. 1d8. Plus 1. Plus 1? Yep. Cool. There you go. It is a loading weapon and yep. two-handed. So loading means, I'm pretty sure, but I'm just going to double check. <laughs> because of the time to load and fire the weapon, yep. you can only fire one piece of ammunition from it. At the min- at the po- this point in time, it doesn't matter too much. No. But if you were to get extra attack to do two attacks in the turn, you could only do one crossbow. Yeah, because it takes time. Yeah. You can either have a priest's pack or an explorer's pack. Explorer's pack. Yep, so you pop that down there. Because my little mini has got a rucksack as well. You also have a shield. Yep, good. And a holy symbol. Ah, holy symbol. Now, the question for you is, do you want your shield out all the time? Uh... Because... For example, you could have your shield and then your one-handed warhammer. Yeah, I could. Shield gives you be- bonus to your armor class. This is a tough choice. Mainly, and I'm looking at my mini at this point. So I can have my hammer, my warhammer, and I can have in my other hand either a shield a book or a flagon hmm. now I know I picked the brewer's supplies but I feel like a flagon isn't particularly useful uh, a shield would be quite pretty to paint but it doesn't really show the cleric side of things I don't do spells do I you do you're a oh, cleric I, oh yeah I do so I am not going to have my shield out all the okay. time so you leave your shield, but if you do have it, it gives you a plus two yep. to your AC. That's a lot of your dwarf, your cleric base stuff. Yeah. Then you'll need to choose your background. 
Right. So there are a few different options. So a few good ones could be an acolyte. Yep. A uh, hermit. Yep. A guild artisan. So you, you're a member of a guild, yep. basically. Um, a courtier could be a good one. Yep. A far traveller. So these backgrounds... Yep. Now, since our first session with Keys to the Golden Vault, yep. I have been seeing a lot more stuff online about the backgrounds okay. and how, like, oh, I'm going to be this real, like, do-gooder character, but I'm actually going to be neutral bad or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work. So when it comes to backgrounds, what's good for a character and good for a dm in this situation to work through so the big thing about backgrounds is they give you more proficiencies for these skills yeah that's the main thing okay um otherwise they can be used to help the dm um with your backstory and stuff but the biggest thing is i would say your skills your skills that give you extra skills are there any ones as a dm that you go oh god really I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't That's think so. Good. I think every background would just be kind of, yeah, just put into the yeah the mix. into the mix. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm tempted with the guild. Guild one. artisan. Yeah. Yeah. What What's involved in that? So guild artisan. Let's have a look. Um, Only because that's being part of the community, and I think that's quite nice. That's fair. So with a guild artisan you um get things things you say things so you get proficiency in insight and persuasion okay which i've got persuasion you could swap that out for something else that you would have gotten as a dwarf that's fine um you would get a proficiency in a type of artisan's tools okay um and some money but you could if you were thinking of your background you could think about what business you did um, in the past yeah. and all that jazz. Okay. So in theory, I could swap persuasion for history. Uh, I think that was one of your other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Which would make sense. So, so history yeah. and then insight. Yeah. Was your other one? And insight. Lovely. Very nice. So down at the bottom of your sheet, there yeah. in equipment, so you can have one type of artisan's tools now there are many different artisan's tools but i believe brewer's tools may be an artisan tool oh really i'm gonna check that because i think this is one of the things i really like about D is the world is so expansive Mm -hmm. it is a lot going on you can have brewer supplies if you want brewer supplies so currently you know how to use them you're proficient in them but you don't have any oh yeah let's have some have some brewer supplies Now, technically, you also gain proficiency in another type of artisan's tools. So you could gain proficiency with alchemist supplies, calligraphers supplies, Ooh. carpenter's tools, cartographer's tools, cobblers, cook's utensils, glass blowers, jewelers, leatherworks tools, mason's tools, painter's supplies, potter's tools, smith's tools, tinker's tools, weaver's tools, and woodcarver's tools. I like the idea of alchemy. Yeah. But I don't know what's going to be practically useful for this epic adventure it might not be <laughs> that's the thing i'm drawn to cooking yeah because i think that's quite fun 
So you could put Cook's uh, utensils down, in, uh, not there, in your proficiency. Yeah, let's So do you know that. how to use Cook's utensils, so if you see them in the wild. Yeah. You know, those spatulas always hang you off of... Absolutely. Utensils. <laughs> you also, in your equipment, have traveller's clothes. Oh, good. Then we can put that. Okay, very nice. So, in terms of this character creation, we're taking our time with it. Like you said, there's pre-generated stuff. Yep, you can randomly. And I'm picking things that I think will be quite fun. Yeah. Obviously, if you are planning for a long-term campaign, would you do your character creation as a group? Sometimes, um, but normally people make them, bring them together, talk about them. Right, That's okay. what I find. So the first session is... You meet in a tavern. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Or is that just a joke? No, like... no, it's a really good way of doing it. Because people are, if, if you're all from a, the same place, basically, yeah, it is, you know, people would go to the tavern and meet up and watch stuff and just run into each other. A thing might happen. Yeah. Where these heroes need to fight. Yeah, I guess it's harder to bump into people outside of a tavern yeah or any building really yeah. Yeah. If, if you're just stumbling through the woods <laughs> it doesn't really work it's like you stumble upon a picnic oh whose picnic is it <laughs> cool so we're gonna go into what guild business do you think you can roll a d20 to randomly kind of generate it i think that would be quite good yeah for this. you could roll it a, a few times if you wanted to. yeah let's see what we so get number seven. seven is a cobblers and shoemakers i don't think so <laughs> Number 18 is a wagon makers and wheelwrights. Oh, that sounds quite fun. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. So if you write in your background, guild artisan, and then you can write wagon makers. <laughs> I'm going to... Or wheelwrights. I'm going to roll one more just to check. Number five. Carpenter, roofer, and plasterer. No, I think the wagon makers. Very nice. So you don't have to write this down, but you know the skills needed to create finished items from raw materials of Ooh, your trade. That's good. Okay. So there are some, you've got these personality traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws, yeah. which are part of your background. But if you are making a character, you can do them yourself, work with your DM and all that stuff. Yep. But we'll roll on the table if you want to. Yes, please. Yep. So you're rolling a D8 for your personality trait. Uh. That's an eight. So this one says... I'm well known for my work and want to make sure everyone appreciates it. I'm mm. always taken aback when people haven't heard of me. Does oh. that sound like something? Yeah, sure. You can roll again if you want. Let's go with that. Okay. Taken aback. What do you mean you haven't heard of my dwarf <laughs> cleric who's into making wagons? The finest wagon maker in all of the... Everywhere. This village. Yeah. Village studio. So, D6 for your ideal. Mm. That's a six. That is a six. I work hard to be the best there is at my craft. Oh my god. <laughs> you want to be the very best like no one ever was. No one ever was. Oh, that nut's going to be stuck in my head. <laughs> was it right? D6 again for your bond. It's a three. I owe my guild a great debt for forging me into the person I am today. Oh, okay. At least I don't owe them a great debt. No. They just made you who you are. Yeah. The wagon makers of wherever. <laughs> the wagon makers of... 
Vanguard. <laughs> Which we will be playing soon. Yeah. Good to know that I'm loyal to my guild as well. And last one, D6 for, for your floor. I'm horribly jealous of anyone who can outshine my handiwork. Oh, yeah. Definitely with the rest of my traits. Everywhere I go, I'm surrounded by rivals. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Rivals, handiwork. I'm just going to have a tissue because right. the hay fever is still it's better. So, definitely a fan of those different tablets. But could be the aircon. Maybe. Which I haven't considered. Okay. Uh, so, your proficiency bonus here is a plus two. Yep. Your initiative is the same as your dexterity bonus, so plus one. Yeah. Then we go into your cleric stuff. Okay. So, you get some cantrips. Some what? Cantrips. Can trips. On this page here. Cantrips. Cantrips. What does cantrips mean? Like a small spell, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> um, like an incantation or well it's just like a it's a very it's a quick spell it's a small spell basically okay. so what you get is you get three spells from the cleric spell list okay and now let me find those oh, or maybe some like good good ideas yeah well i'm happy to just randomize them so there, is, there are some good spells. There's Guidance, which helps you... You don't have to write these down yet. Okay. We're discussing it. We're, we're discussing it. So there's Guidance, which helps you um, um, do make skill checks, basically. Yeah. There is Sacred Flame. Okay. Which is like fire. Um, you know, I like, I like fire. Just breaking your hand. Yeah. Toll the Dead, I'm a big fan of. You make, like, a big gong in someone's head. Oh! <laughs> Told the dead. Told the dead. Wow. So that's a good one as well. Light makes light happen. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Um, and word of radiance might be a decent one as well. So you spread your word of radiance in it. Oh, it's wow. great in, in crowds of enemies. So three of those, if you have... And just write them down for now, and when they come up, we'll... Yeah, I think I do like the sound of the loud noises. Yeah, Toll the Dead is one of my favourites because it's uh, D12, which is rarely used in D&D. &D. Oh. Uh, I think Word of Radiance sounds yeah. good and Guidance yeah. as a skill check. And you get one more, so you get three cantrips. Toll Dead, Guidance oh, there you and Word go. of yeah. Radiance. So you can write those in your cantrip. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'm thinking in terms of, for the people who are listening. Hello. Hi. Um, how, how would this translate? So, could you be doing this anywhere? Could you just randomly make characters on your lunch break, for example? 100%. Yeah. I'm sure some people do. <laughs> 
So you also you know a certain amount of spells, and that number of spells will increase as you level up. Yep. But for right now, if you write it in your book, yep. you know... Um, you know that I know. You know that I know that you know that I know. Uh, four plus uh, four... So eight spells is how many spells you know. Eight spells. Woohoo. Not including your cantrips, because they don't count. Yep. You can change your prepared spells every long rest. Okay. Which is very handy. Yeah. Some classes can't change their spells until they level up. Ooh. Um, what is a long rest? A long rest is a rest of eight hours. Okay. That you have to be sleeping for at least seven of. I believe. <laughs> I believe that's what it is. Unless you're a different race, if you're like an elf or an autonome or something like that, it's a different amount of time. But a long rest is a specific thing. When it'll happen, there are short rests, which normally are an hour. Yeah. Um, where you don't normally recover health unless you roll your hit dice, which is a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, so you know that many spells. Yeah. Over here, your spell casting ability is wisdom. Yeah. So you can uh, just write wisdom. Okay. Wisdom. Your spell save DC is 8 plus 2 plus 4. So that is... 14. 14. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and then your spell attack bonus is um, 2 plus 4, so 6. Okay. So plus 6 is what you're right there. There you go. Is that plus 14 or just 14? Just 14. So that's what um, normally, if you if you cast Toll the Dead, yeah. the enemy will be trying to beat 14. Oh, that's good. So yeah, that's not too bad. Now you have a few choices in terms of your divine domain. Oh dear. Um, and there's a lot of them, and that's kind of your subclass. So you've got the Arcana domain. Yeah. I'm just going to go through these. Um, you've got the Death domain. Okay. The Forge domain. Okay. It's like making stuff. Yeah. The Grave domain. Making graves? The Knowledge domain. Oh, smart. The Life domain. Uh, making life? <laughs> the Light domain. Making light? Making uh, light of life. The nature domain. Okay. The order domain. Oh, wow. Strict. The peace domain. Oh, well, seems counterintuitive, but sure. The tempest domain. The trickery domain. Oh. The... Is that one? Is that it? The twilight domain. Oh, the twilight zone. The war domain. Uh, yeah. Um, that uh, is it. You've got war and peace, at least. Um, Any of those words stick out? The making stuff. The forge one. Yeah. The forge one is, is a pretty good one. It works with your wheel making. Yeah. Uh, now I've just got to go and find it. <laughs> it was either the forge or actually the dead, because I did think my wagons could be funeral wagons. They if could be. The forge one is a good one. I'm a big fan of forge domain. Yeah. So, uh, on the top of this sheet, if you write Cleric and yeah. Forge Domain, and we're level four, so you can write that too. And I will... Cleric? Cleric. Forge Domain. Forge Domain. And we'll send these across to Ali before the stream that's already happened by the time <laughs> that you listen to this, but... So that he can be aware of it for our epic encounter. Sounds good. So you get another proficiency. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> so you can either... Uh, no, you get both. Oh. You get proficiency with heavy armour. Ooh, good. 
Oh, oh, that's through the page. Sorry. And Smith's tools. Oh, good. So I can sort you out some new armor. Although I don't have any. So over in your features and traits, yep. you get blessing of the forge. Ah, feel blessed by its warmth. Yep. Uh, so I, we won't go into detail on that. I'm a big fan of just having your stuff on like a phone or something while yeah. you're while you're doing it. But you can um, touch a piece of armor or weapon. Yep. And give it plus one attack bonus and damage rolls if it's a weapon. Or plus one to AC if it's armor. Cool. Uh, for a whip. And plus one AC for arm. Yep. Cool. So you have channel divinity. Yep. So in terms of divinity. Yep. So... I see a cleric as like a priest yeah, role. Yeah, similar. Um, so within role-playing games online, it's a priest is a healer mm-hmm. with that. And divine divine power and things would be a mass healing yeah. approach. Is that similar? Similar. D&D? Similar, but channel divinity in this case is normally tied to your, your subclass and gives okay. you a special thing that you can normally do once per day. Okay. In this case, yours is Artisan's Blessing. Oh. It's a long thing, but you can make something Ooh. out of metal, basically. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Do you love this statue? <laughs> I hate it. So then you also have Harness Divine Power. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so that's a pretty cool ability as well. There's a lot in it. So we won't go into it. No, right but now. that's something if you want to look up. You can for, look them up. for the after the chaos cast and things. We can include links as well, so you can get that proper backstory for our dwarf cleric that we've created here. Absolutely. So spell slots. Yeah. Now you you're casting spells this time. Woohoo! Um, did you last time? No. No. So just blue poison. You have at fourth level four. Yep. Spell slots total. So, yeah, just write four. Two, uh, three second level spell slots. And you actually have one more cantrip. Oh. So you can choose the other cantrip if you want. Uh, let's check that. Uh, let's go for fire. Okay. So then you got all the spells. Eight yep. spells. You So you notice you've got seven slots. Yeah, but eight but spells. But eight spells. So you can cast them any uh, several times. Yeah. So there's some good options. Now, a good first level option for a, for a cleric is Bless. Yeah! Bless is a really good one. Aw, Bless. <laughs> uh, there is Guiding Bolt, which yes. is another good one, I'd suggest. Yeah, particularly with the um, Light Crossbow, although not a, that so kind of So Guiding Bolt is like a magic bolt. Yeah. Oh, okay. And if you hit with it, the next person who attacks them gets advantage as well. Good. So that's really handy. Uh, healing words is oh. a good one. Yeah. As you are the cleric. You're doing great, buddy. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. Okay. Now we'll go into some second level spells so that we get a little bit of a yeah. variance. Spiritual weapon. 
Okay. It's a really good one. You cast a weapon as your bonus action and you can move it. Ooh. And you can attack with it as a bonus action on your turn. Oh, wow. So it doesn't even take your action. Ghost hammer. It's really good. Basically, yeah, you can make the spiritual weapon anything you want. Okay. So it could be a hammer. It could be anything. Ghost cannon. One of my players made it a bit of toilet roll. Oh, So that was good. fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, right. Okay, here, have a blanket. There is another one called Aid, which, again, is really good for a cleric to have. Yep. Just help. Yeah, pretty much. Cure Wounds as well, I think, would be a good one. Again, all the healing. Yeah. It's all fantastic. So you're currently at six. So we'll, we'll figure out a few more. And there's loads of different spells as well, so you can have a look at all of them. There's, there's so many. Yeah, and specific to each type of character, I assume. Yeah, well, each each different class has their own spell Sorry, list. Yeah. Um. So and you get also get extra because you're Forge domain too Ooh. so i'm just going to check that list to see if there's any other cool stuff on that list okay uh we'll leave those for now but okay there is sanctuary sanctuary yeah which is a good first level spell so just a bit of protection yeah it's, it is it is very helpful um and then yeah, we've got one more, one more spell. One more. What's it gonna be? Is it gonna be something super helpful, or a bit out there? I think identify is a good one actually, because a lot of the times you're looking at something you like. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But identify yeah. is pretty handy. So if you pop that in your first level spell slot, yeah. Identify is a really good one too. And yeah, so. That's most of your cleric stuff done. Lovely. Um, but what you need is money. I do like money. Money so, does come in handy, I believe. So you've got the... 15 for your um, um, starting guild artisan, but you'll get more. Yeah. So you need to roll 5d4. There's uh, three. Okay. <laughs> so that's seven, eight, nine. Plus two more. Uh, plus seven. So 16. Ooh. So 16 times 10. 160? 160 plus your 15. 175 gold pieces is how much you start with. I'm rich! That is pretty That is pretty good. 175? So you can write that in your gold pieces there. Otherwise, your sheet is almost done. The last thing we need to do, you can pop your racist dwarf. He'll do oh, yeah. if you want to. Um, Your alignment. My alignment. What kind of person do you think you are? Apparently a very arrogant wagon maker, but... That I... doesn't make you evil. No, it doesn't <laughs> make me evil. What alignments are the options? Because I think last time we skimmed over it a little bit because it's kind of neutral, good, bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll go through the alignments because there's many. There's lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good... Lawful neutral, neutral, chaotic neutral, lawful evil, neutral evil, and chaotic evil. So, I feel like clerics are good people. I think so too. I, that might just be... They're healers. Yeah. Generally, healers aren't evil. Yeah. Generally. Um, but... 
Should we just go goody two-shoes? You want to be lawful good? Lawful good. There you go. Put down lawful good. I was making a character once and I put the printer, I printed it and printed them off. Yeah. And it cut off the lawful good, so they're actually awful good. <laughs> just awful good. And what is actually very interesting is that I am lawful evil. Are you? I am. Wow. Yeah. So that's your alignment. Yeah. Uh, and then the only thing that we have left to do, as far as I'm aware, is your name. Okay. Now, what name is your dwarf, your cleric dwarf? So is there anything we can do dice for a wise for names? I mean, I could do a random generator. Yeah, should we do that? Do you want me to type in dwarf cleric names? Yes, let's okay. let's see what our options are. If oh, you've it's got just giving me dwarf names. <laughs> oh, well, dwarf names are fine. If you've got a list of like top 20 dwarf names or a, a, do want, a number. Do you want the surnames as well? I don't mind. Have you got a surname? They've got surnames yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Okay. A female name? Yeah. Okay, yeah. roll me a d10. That's a 12. Oh. <laughs> d10 uh, is this one. Thank you. So, five. So, that Bang is... in the middle. Kate Stark Front. Kate... Oh, yeah. Kate Stark Front. That's a nice name. I feel like Stark front wagons would have done well <laughs> yeah that's i mean again if you want to go home and make that your story yeah stark front wagons that's a that's a good name but that is pretty much everything yeah what i'll do is i will create this and we can share it alongside yeah. the podcast and then only other things you'll have to do is add your things in there but it's just a case of putting these into there and then the proficient ones adding the proficiency in as yeah. well and then your passive perception is 10 plus your perception yeah, when but, I say I'm going to do that, I'm going to do a mix of things. I'm going <laughs> to do the hard work and then send it across to Johnny to check it before we send it across to Ali yeah. as well. Because I think it's going to be interesting with the adventure. Obviously, this time I've brought my own dice as well. Which makes all the difference. It's going to be good. I've got these tokens to mess about with, which I'm really interested in. I do need to get a pen, but... That's going to be quite fun. 81 Mira. <laughs> oh, maybe I should have called my person Mira. Mira. <laughs> um, still time. Yeah. Middle name. And I've got my dwarf cleric to assemble yes. as well. There she is. So thank you for joining us on this Chaos Cast um, where we've made a character about an hour as well. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the thing that's important to keep in mind. You can spend as little or as much time yeah. as you want. You can this. go into it or you can randomly generate one. Yeah, and I think having a mixture of the two is quite fun because it means that you've not controlled all of the elements. You don't know exactly what the curve is going to be. Mm with it but but you can also think about your background as uh, stark front wagon makers and yeah. stuff like that which is really cool and i think the fact that i can just magic up an artisan thing i can just magic up a wheel takes you about an hour and you can only do it once a day but yeah, yeah you know something like that we'll... four days for a wagon That's <laughs> good. so yeah thank you for joining us and we'll see you uh, next time for our uh, next podcast yeah we'll recap how the adventure went and uh, whether we both survived, hopefully we will. Fingers but, crossed. Uh, yeah, see you for the next one. Let us know what you would like to hear about on the Chaos Cast as well. Yes, and we'll see you later. See you later.